Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So we got Lita Ford performing at Freedom Fest this Saturday at the Platte River Bar and Grill. Now, Lita, you have been a big supporter of veterans over the years. Can you talk a little bit about some of the awesome things you've done? The veterans have taken so much from the United States, and they've done so much for the United States. And my heart really goes out to them and their family, the different things that, that has happened and the different things that they've had to see in their life. Sometimes you can't always erase in your mind. I, I'm just a big supporter, and, and uh, we want to come out and, and show our support at the Freedom Fest. You know, post-traumatic stress runs in my family, and I know how awful that can be. Just And I've met so many different vets that have gone through so much and they're missing missing legs and missing arms and it's just wow the things that they wouldn't have done for our country love them uh and of course this benefit uh, helping the american soldier network now you have a brand new autobiography out uh living like a runaway can you tell me a little bit about that i was recently nominated first lady of rock guitar by marshall amplifications and guitar player magazine and I thought, I've got, to, I've got to put out a book. It's got to be an autobiography and explaining my journey through the Runaways days, which was the late 70s, and then having my big hit in the 80s with Ozzy and Kiss Me Deadly and disappearing for a little while, living on a deserted island in the Caribbean, and coming back to the rock business and just tearing it up. I just felt like I needed to put out a book, being the first lady of rock, and, of rock guitar. It just had to happen, and it had to be real. It had to be a tell-all book, and it is. You know, I didn't hold back on any of the juicy stories. I'm very proud of it, and we named it after the first album that I wrote when I did come back to the music industry, which was Living Like a Runaway. And at the time, during my divorce, I was literally living like a runaway. Got a double meaning. Now, you started out in the Runaways as the lead guitarist. So at what point did you decide to embark on a solo career? We just had burnt ourselves out growing up the last years of being a teenager and becoming adults. We went our separate ways, and it was... At the time, it was very amicable. There was no problems in the band. We all wanted to go our separate ways. We wanted to play our own kinds of, our own style of music. I was more into riff rock, you know, the heavier guitar playing music. And I, I wanted to share that with the world. I wanted to show the world that chicks can play guitar. And at the time, in the early 80s, there weren't really anybody that could play guitar that was a female. They, they would strum a few chords, but that was the extent of it. There was no real power coming out of those amplifiers. Most of them were acoustic. So I wanted to show the world just what I had to do 
to jump those hurdles, to get over those hurdles, to become who I am today. What was your very first entry into music in your life? Yeah, you know, it's weird. There really wasn't something that triggered me wanting to play. It was just something I wanted to do, and I really believe that it was just in my blood. It wasn't a concert. It wasn't somebody I saw on TV. It was just in my blood. Mommy, I want a guitar. Why? Because I do. How old were you? want a guitar. I was 11. I hadn't been to a concert yet. Um, I didn't go to my first rock concert until I was 13. But when I did go, I already knew all the licks and all the riffs. Black Sabbath in Long Beach, California is my very first concert. That was life-changing. Yeah, and then you get to play with uh, Ozzy later. <laughs> it's like... We had a top ten hit single together. Yeah. I mean, it was meant to be. Did you ever imagine that you would accomplish what you've accomplished now? By the time the Runaways were done, broken up and finished, I was really only 21, so my life had just begun. And I knew I had a long way to go and a, and a lot to do, and I was ready to do it. saw the light at the end of the tunnel, and I thought, I'm going to go there. Can you tell me a fun, quick story from one of your tours that people may not know much about? We went out in the Caribbean on one of the Monsters of Rock cruises, and I'm a British citizen. I, I'm an American resident. I've been an American resident since I was four years old. I never lost my British passport. So when I travel out of the country, it's very easy for me to leave. It's hard for me to get back into mm. the United States, but it's hard, easy for me to leave. Go through Europe, it's no problem if you have a British passport. I was about to board the cruise, and they told me your green card or your alien card expired. 30 days ago. Oh, no. And I said, what do you mean? It's good for 10 years. And they said, not after 9-11. Oh. I didn't know that. And they said, "There's. I'm sorry, but there's no way you're getting on this, this ship. And I said, I have to. I have shows. I, I. They said, you know, the problem is not getting you on the ship. The problem is getting you back into the United States. And all I could think about is my band had already boarded. My crew was already on the ship. All the passengers had boarded the ship. And I was literally the very last person standing there by myself thinking, okay, I can do this. This is Miami. I know people here. I can do this. Yeah. So I thought, all right, you guys go ahead, go about your cruise, and I'll figure this out. So I got on the phone. I started calling people I know. Dude, can you get me a helicopter? i got to get onto the ship. Well, we can get you on the ship, but then again, the problem is getting back into the United States. And I had coordinates from the helicopter. The pilot was saying, oh, you can't land in Nassau because there's a windstorm and the helicopter's not able to land. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Wind in Nassau? I mean, now there's got to be wind? What happened was I went down to immigration and uh, put on a low-cut blouse and grabbed a couple of... 8x10s autographed and started handing them out. Hi, I'm Lita Ford. I've got to get on this cruise ship because we have a show. I've already missed one show. We still had one to go, which was on the way home. So what happened eventually was they gave me a one-month extension Mm. on my green card because of the 8x10s and the low-cut blouse. I got on uh, a plane 
and I flew myself to Nassau, where the ship docked, and then security wouldn't let me on the ship. So we had to get cleared from security to get on the ship. I'm thinking, I've got uh. I can see the ship at this point. <laughs> I'm looking at it, thinking, you've got to let me on the ship. I have a 2 o'clock show. And my band were just, by this point, they'd given up on me. They thought I got on a plane and went home because there was no cell phone reception. But my manager was still on the, on the ship. And uh, I told him, I said, go down, talk to Larry Moran, who is the promoter of the ship. Tell him I'm in Nassau and to get these gorillas out of my way and let me on the ship so we can do the 2 o'clock show. And he did. He cleared security. I got on the ship. We made the 2 o'clock show. The audience was just rubbing their eyes like, are we really seeing Lita? I'm exhausted by this point. And the ship turns around and starts making its way back to Fort Lauderdale, (laughs) where I can now clearly get off the ship and say, I'm legal. I got my one-month extension. I can get off the ship. Everything's fine. I come home, and I start opening up all the drapes and the curtains and letting the light in the house. And I open up this one window, and there's this little black ball dangling from the screen. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm thinking, is that a Black Widow spider? Oh my God. It's uh... a black... So I go outside with, with a Tupperware container and I caught it. I've got it in this Tupperware <laughs> container. And I'm thinking, there's got to be more. If there's one, there's got to be two. So I'm looking through the house and I find probably, I don't know, maybe three Black Widows. Got them in the Tupperware container. I go back inside the house, and there's a wolf spider crawling down the hallway. Uh. All right, now I've got arachnophobia. And I've used the Black Widow symbol as my logo since Mm -hmm. the early 80s. So it's just really ironic that these things were all over my house. Called Propest, and I said, you guys, you got to come now. I've got to leave. I'm checking into a hotel. I I can't stay here. I'm freaked out. So I take the container of the Black Widows, took them to rehearsal two days later, still alive, and they're in this Tupperware <laughs> container. My bass player, Marty, so he takes this container home with him. And I said, Marty, don't open it. <laughs> they are not dead. He said, how long have they been in here? And I said, well, probably three days now. And he said, oh, yeah, they've got to be dead. They're wrapped up in a ball. I said, that's their defense mechanism. Mechanism, It's fake. They're not dead. Yeah. They act dead so you can touch them and you know, they start to move. So he's like, well, yeah, sure. They're, they're dead. I know they're dead. And he takes it home. So he goes to the arts and crafts store and he buys one of those silicone paperweights where you can put whatever you want to put in it yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And make your own paperweight. So he decides he's going to make a Lita Ford Black Widow paperweight. Like with the epoxy and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So he pours the glue, opens it up, pours it all out, takes the Black Widow out of the container, and he takes a Q-tip, or not a Q-tip, it was a, a toothpick, and he starts to open up the legs in the uh, on the Black Widow and starts to get it so it sticks inside this epoxy. And the Black Widow 
moves his legs and just kind of shakes off the last three days of being stuck in this. Oh, no. It's alive. <laughs> he takes them, and he's thinking, oh, my God, she's right. These things are not dead. It is a defense mechanism. And uh, by this time, I'm telling him, see, I told you so, you know. So he puts it in the freezer and and gets it just enough so the cold kills it. And he takes it and puts it in this paperweight epoxy thing and uh, makes a paperweight out of one of the Black Widows. And it's huge. <laughs> ah, yeah, those are it's, big. It's in my book. So if you thumb through the book and you look in the middle section where they got all the pictures, you'll mm-hmm. see Marty holding the paperweight with the Black Widow spider. And this is like, you don't know, I'm going on six days of no sleep here after the cruise and being thrown off from not having the correct green card and then coming home to a house full of real Black Widow spiders. Yeah, you had a rough few days. It was just unbelievable. The story, I had to put it in the book. Oh, that's a great one. Well, I look forward to reading that. It's going to be fun. She is the legendary Lita Ford. She's playing at Freedom Fest this weekend, helping to support the American Soldier Network. Uh, I was really looking forward to you absolutely rocking it out on stage, uh, as you have for so many years. So thank you for spending some time and chatting with me today. Oh, my pleasure. We go on a little bit early, so... um... Make sure you guys get there early. Yeah, I believe we have you set to go on at 5.45 p.m. I've got a great band, too. My band is smoking hot. Awesome. Looking forward to it. It'll be very cool. I'm sure you'll put on a great show. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, we look forward to seeing you guys. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.